Tell him Demon Racer jump on? You tell him. What's he doing? He's probably working on the movie. He should, though. I'm down, though. I'm down to have a guest tonight. I wouldn't mind somebody doing half the talking, or more than half, if it was uh, Demon Racer. <laughs> the movie is, I, I believe it's going well, but I mean, it's, you know, some of these things take longer than, you know, think. What's going on? You know, it's like, it's one of those things where we were trying to rush it out, and then... The more we were doing it, it's like, hey, this needs to be good. What's going on, John? How are you? Yeah, we want it to be, you know, it's kind of like, it's, we want it to be good. And it's like, kind of, I feel like the more like the, we're, we're, as we're getting it out and make sure we wanted it right, and it's like kind of the weight of, of actually doing a, like a movie. And it's like, you never get a first chance to make, um, never get a second chance to make a first impression. I almost got that completely wrong. That was almost like the George W. Bush when he said, fool me once, shame on me. Fool me twice, I won't get fooled again. <laughs> Man, he was so smart, wasn't he? Was that all an act or was he really uh, unintelligent? <laughs> I don't know. It's a good question. Y'all should do like eight episode season of Ancient Angels. You know what? So here's the... Okay. This is this is the this is the this is the plan as of now. So what we were tr hoping to do is make Ancient Angels the movie and then work to toward a series. Because obviously we know that you can't say enough about these about the megaliths and the angels and demons and nephilim and everything. You can't say enough about that in one movie. It it would be like the longest movie ever. <laughs> it would It'd be like real life because I mean I feel like that that's how much is uh, is happening in that story. I mean, like I said, how much is is still going on with that stuff? I think that's the whole, I think that's what I want to show put forth in this movie that it's not just it's not just old stuff. It's relevant to today. And so the question is, how is it relevant? Obviously, people who have been in my lives, you know, I've talked about some of the stuff. So it's not like spoilers, but obviously, you know, like my general thoughts about. Nephilim, the, who built the pyramids, that kind of stuff. Uh, but I think I want to make it relevant to today because I feel like the the deception is heavy. Like, I mean, I, that, I think that's the whole point is like why I want to maybe set the record straight about what I believe about these things. You know, what the biblical uh, take would be. Absolutely, John, know your enemy. Because I feel like that there's so... Put it this way, if if the church does not frame this conversation, then it will be framed by someone else. It already has been. So, I mean, at this point, it's kind of like the church does have answers for these things. And But guess what? The church is doing the secret society thing. Actually, the church is doing like the close their, close their ears, close their eyes, close their mouth. They don't have anything to say about these kind of things because they're just talking about um, I don't know. They're just doing churchy entity stuff where they just say, uh, 
you know, empty phrases in saying, you know, I don't know what they're saying. <laughs> the Smurfs are basically Babylon. All the, all the, the synths are together and Papa Smurf is the devil. Um, okay, that could be, uh, could be what, who's Gargamel in the situation? And Azrael, because those are totally demonic names too. <laughs> and they wanted to eat the Smurfs. Actually, Demon Erasers shared a video to me on Instagram, and it was all about the Smurfs. And it was like, I don't, I'm sure some of you guys have heard about some of the, the more nefarious ideas about the Smurfs, but this was a wild one that I'd never heard before. That basically, like, the Smurfs like lured children into the into the snow, and that's why they wore white caps because they were like snow, and basically. Like that's why they kind of had blue skin, and the 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 Smurfs lived in mushrooms. And when people died in the snow, the mushrooms grew under them. And I was like, "Oh gosh, that's um that's dark." <laughs> I know it was some dark stuff, but I mean that was that was darker than I expected. Was like, I mean, if you really think about it, of course, I, as soon as they started saying that they lived in mushrooms, okay, you know where mushrooms grow. Okay, so that's gross in itself, but just think about like the whole the psychedelic aspect of like, hey, you're seeing these little blue guys in the mushroom field. They live with them in the mushrooms. Okay, that sounds almost like, hey, is this like is this sort of an Alice in Wonderland type story where you eat this thing and all of a sudden you trip like <laughs> you start following little white rabbits and uh, little blue men. And uh, isn't it weird that they were, there was only one female in that whole camp? Isn't that weird? So obviously you don't procreate the normal way. Maybe they are just birthed out of the mushrooms. Let's just let's just flat out say it. They're obviously they're they're demonic. <laughs> we know that they're demonic. In what way are they demonic? I don't know. I do remember there was this, and, and this could be a complete you know old wives tale this could be an urban legend that supposedly i tried to find this that they were saying that papa smurf was going to do a spell and they all did spells right the smurfs did spells he was going to do a spell and he said for this spell i need the book of lies and of course what did the book of lies look like anybody anyone, anybody want to take a guess what the book of lies look like well i'll just say it it's it would look just like a book, except it had a cross on the cover of it. Now, I, can, I never found that episode, because obviously I was going to... I would have exposed the Smurfs at this point. And, and I might have to, because that was some dark stuff talking about the Smurfs. Like I said, the blue story. But I can't verify that, if you guys ever look into that. I mean, the, Spur, the Smurfs are clearly demonic. But isn't it kind of interesting? So as we, we started off talking about the angels... The Watchers, perhaps. Demons aren't real. People who say demons aren't real, probably that's probably a demon talking through you, bro. Obviously, the demons are real. They live up in your house. They probably live up inside you. Obviously, they're real. You know, if you don't believe in a spirit world, then I mean, like, okay. But you just believe it's all science? You don't believe in the spirit? Well, obviously, hey, if you don't believe, you don't have to stay in here. You know, and if and if you don't want to remain silent and just just mock, I can block you too. 
But anyways, as I was saying, isn't it interesting? So like if you go into the book of Enoch, you have, you know, it, it starts mentioning the watcher's names. And every one of them, well, not every one of them, but most of them all have E-L on the end of the names. So once again, you have sons of God. So El, Elohim, means a divine being. And then, so you have, what, Gargamel? And Gargamel is very, cl- there's, there's, it's very close to something similar to what the, a lot of people think the serpent's name was that mentions in, Lord of the, in, um, in uh, the book of Enoch. And then there's Azrael, and Azrael is awful close to the scapegoat. One of the worst one, one of the worst watchers there was. The one that was likely is is supposedly, I think, buried in possibly in the desert somewhere in a big hole. Yeah, like the scapegoat. So Azrael and obviously Azazel, very close, very similar. But they were trying to kill the Smurfs and the Smurfs were bad. So I don't know. Gabriel was a jerk. What do you mean Gabriel was a jerk? Man, I would I wouldn't want to be around uh, Gabriel if he heard you say that. Do you remember when he, in, uh, when Zachariah didn't believe Gabriel? Something he said, he doubted him, and all of a sudden he couldn't talk anymore. You know what? That'd be like me. I can mute you. you what'd you say about Gabriel? Mute. <laughs> he did get to talk one day though, but yeah, they they knew he saw something in the temple when he came out when he couldn't talk anymore. Yeah, but he was John the Baptist's daddy, so, you know, he was pretty good overall. <laughs> Did I see Nefarious? I have not. So you guys, you guys give the thumbs up, two thumbs up? Out of a 10, what was Nefarious? You know, I like that name. I like that word. I remember, this is like, of course, my, my, my friends and I grew up mockers. So when we we liked Indiana Jones a lot, and when the bad guy, the one bad guy's face who melts, he he's talked about Indiana Jones, and he says he is nefarious. So we use nefarious a lot, probably a lot for guys in high school. What's going on, Steph? Yeah, so you say it was a ten out of a ten? Wow, that's that's impressive. Yeah. Oh, you you guys want to hear my my. Okay, so this, for the people who are the mockers in the chat, they're going to, like, obviously roll their eyes at this idea. But I have a theory about angels. Anybody, anybody hear the theory of the, about the angels? This is not going in the documentary. I don't know if Brian will agree with this or not. But this is, this is, a, this is my um, evolving theory about the angels. Okay, so what we have is, so in the Bible, the angels and the stars are often described as the same thing. You know, some of us believe that the angels are stars because the Bible says they are. And I'm obviously I'm coming to more to the place where like I take the Bible as literal as I can if unless it interprets it in a different way. Okay, so the Bible says the angels are stars. So just just check out this idea. Okay, so what what is man made out of? Man is made out of like the dust. Men are made of clay. So this is like this physical stuff is clay. Okay, so the angels are described as spirit. They're described as spirit and also stars, right? So isn't it kind of interesting that in, in what science would say, science would say that stars are made of hydrogen and helium, right? So they're made of gases. 
Well, guess what? Gases are kind of invisible, aren't they? So do you think about that? Like if, you, if you really think about it like that, so obviously what's not invisible is clay or dust. You can see that with your own eyeballs. But obviously the combination of whatever the, whatever the, the gases are make up a star are basically, obviously gas would be spirit. So, is, so are, are we talking past each other? Is it true? Is, it, could they be, is that why the essence of an angel could manifest somewhere else? Because they are made of gas or a spirit. That's just, that's a, that's a, that's a thought. I th- that's a thought I had because I thought, wait a minute. So they form together and they make light. And so you could almost imagine them being able to manifest down here and they would obviously look a little different than us, but maybe they could possibly manifest into a physical form. But obviously, they'd be more shiny because they'd be like light. How about that? And if you really think about it, so when Jesus is resurrected, he can pass through walls, right? Because he's spirit. But obviously, we know that like air and gas, could it can get through anywhere, basically. What do you guys think? Is that possible? I think it could be possible. That's just a uh, that's just an idea. <laughs> How are you doing? Good evening. Those are th- this should just go into the category of JT thinks about a lot of things and sometimes they could be right, they could be wrong, but I did think I I try to think about things as I guess I try to conceptualize things because the more you can do that, I believe the more you actually make these things real to yourself. Because really, I mean, like we're saved by our belief. And I think that we are coming to a place now where it's like people are choosing what they believe, you know, like or what they don't want to believe. And obviously, I'm sure the people who follow me now, they know that I've kind of changed a little bit on the things I think about, especially the the cosmos, the earth, the sun and the moon, the stars, the firmament, all those things. And it's like, I feel like the, the what I've started to do and what, what I've tried to do, and I guess maybe people held me accountable to doing this, was if I read my Bible and I say I believe it and somebody challenges me on a scripture, what it means, and I have to really wrestle with that, it's like I have to like really decide what, do I believe it or not? And obviously there's certain things that you believe in the Bible, people are going to make fun of you for, for, for believing it. They're going to think you're stupid. Well, first off, just think about it like this. All right, and I'm not going to say I am a, I'm a, like a genius. I'm not some kind of, uh, I didn't graduate cum laude in anything. I wasn't a valedictorian. But guess what? I am educated. I mean, I went, I'm a college graduate. You know, not that it, that matters. But it is funny when people have like a different belief than somebody else and they're saying, you're dumb or you're uneducated. Well, it's like, I mean, I've been educated. You know, I got okay jobs. I mean, I got okay grades. You know, I got a decent job. You know, I do have a job and a career. This is not my job. And I'm not going to get into that right now. But like, but put it this way, I've been educated. I got okay grades. I took college level science classes. Education is more like indoctrination is what it is. I mean, really what it is, is means like it's, it's your stamp of approval. And I think that Especially growing up, and I went to Christian schools, and I like we were even taught at times to say, "Well, you know what? If you, you the answer on the test might not be correct, but you know what the question you know the question they want 
you to answer. And if you really think about how messed up that is, so you don't agree with what they're going to say, but like you, you have to put this answer down because you know if you put down the answer you, you believe to be true, you're going to get it wrong. I mean, talk about really brainwashing somebody where it's like, that's messed up. And I think that's what they do. It's like they don't want us to think for ourselves. And so, so anyways, the place I've, I've come to recently, and I feel like this is a more exciting place to be. This is the place where there is mysteries in the world. There's lots of mysteries in the world. And that's probably why you like you guys like some of the content I make because I actually like to talk about the things we don't know for sure. The things we have to speculate about. Because if you really think about it, like that is what it comes down to. Like somebody who can think for themselves is a lot more a lot smarter than somebody who can just regurgitate information that somebody else told them. Think for yourself. You know what I mean? Like God gave you a brain to be able to, to, to think, you know? So like, do you ever notice like everyone, like everyone had that conversation in school. Like, do we like, when are we going to need to know this ever again? <laughs> and the answer was, you probably won't. You probably will never need to know that. And honestly, even if you do, you'll probably have to relearn it because you'll forget because mo- most people don't take anything they learn from school and go do anything with it. So it's like, We've had to re- we had to either unlearn things that we've been taught or we had to relearn things like the correct way because when you really think about it, like I feel like that's where I've come to in like the place I'm at right now. I guess God did make me a little bit like questioning of things, like always kind of like, oh, that doesn't make any sense. I was, I was probably that guy who was always like, that doesn't make any sense. I don't know if I believe that. And, and so when you hear like especially about the stuff about the world wars you hear the stuff about any war that ever happened. Like anything historical, I was always just like, that's how it happened? That doesn't make that doesn't make any sense to me. And yeah, science is based on facts. The science not the science not the science today, it's not based on facts. It is based on feelings. Okay, somebody explain to me explain to cash money records that science is based on on, on feelings because there's there's how many genders now? So I mean, like, there's how many? How many is it up to today? Because I think there's a lot of feelings going on because certain science is not allowed to be talked about. So, I mean, I think that that's based on, like, that science is done. Science is broken. Science is just the observations of things anyways. It's It's really nothing. So, I mean, like, the whole point is, that there's things that we don't understand, and the problem is that science claims they understand them. And that's why I reject most of it, because like once they start talking about a billion years, like they could ever know that, like they could measure that in any way. Like even think about it. They talk about like the the how fast the earth spins. Like how could they ever know how fast it spins? Like you have to get to some place to find out how fast it went, right? Like, do they have accurate measurements to say how like like really, anybody who thinks that they know that this, the sun is 93 million miles away and it just so happens it's the exact same size as the moon. Okay, so like they're, they're, they're wildly different in size, but one's 93 million miles away and the other one's like, what, 26,000 miles away or something? Get out of town like they could ever know that. Wouldn't you have to know how big it was to know how far away it was? How would they know that first? <laughs> it's nonsense. It's all nonsense. 
But the point is, it's the fact that they can convince people certain things are true. It's like they start the parameters of like, here's what you're allowed to believe. And then we're going to start to believe inside this, this narrow parameters. Dude, I'm drifting everybody. Ryan, I don't even know what you're talking about. My point is that when they start saying, like, see, evolutionists will bring this kind of, this crap where they, they give me like some crusty dinosaur bone and they'll say, what is this? Explain this, Christian. Explain this with your Bible. Because they say this thing's 66.6 million years old. Of course, it's 66.6 because they're Satanists. But like, what does it have to do with my Bible? You found an old bone. I'm, I, don't, I'm not even, I don't have to defend against this bone. You don't know how old it is. I don't either. And I don't even care. I know things died. <laughs> I, don't, I don't really I don't care. The point is, you don't know anything about it. And the thing is, it's like, you're like, some scientist's imagination does not, does not move me. Carbon dating is, is, is a thing, but it's a false thing. It's a false it's a false test because what it does is it, it shows that carbon degrades at a certain rate based on the conditions right now. You know how stupid that sounds to grade something that's super old? Like the, like the earth has never changed. Hey, guess what? Don't you guys believe in global warming? So if it's warming now and obviously the sun's radiation and all kinds of other factors, what about volcanoes? What about cataclysms? Okay, so how do, you, how do you account for that in your carbon dating? And didn't they find, like, what, haven't they found, like, uh, like, soft tissue in dinosaur bones? It doesn't make any sense. The point is, you, could, you cannot test your, your stupid machine based on anything because you don't, have a t- you don't have something to test it versus. Like, you'd have to know how old something was to make sure your, your, your stupid machine works. You don't know. How could you know? Like, I'm not even going to argue with someone who believes they came from a rat. You know, like I said, I don't even Like, believe what you want. You know, I think that's the beauty of this stuff. Go believe what you want. I told you the truth. You can believe whatever you want. You can definitely date rocks. How, wait, explain to me this. So if the earth is one big rock, how, why, how are, why aren't all the rocks the same age? These rocks are getting, so isn't, wouldn't all the rocks kind of be a similar age? If the Big Bang created everything, how come some things became rocks and some things became living beings? How come everything didn't become the same thing by now? Wouldn't evolution conclude that some people like that actually would like some things like decided to stop at mosquitoes and then some things graduated to being human beings? You know how stupid that sounds? It sounds so dumb that everything evolved from the same thing. And yet there's a million, there, there, there's a billion and billion different things. It makes no sense outside of a creator. Like I said, just think about, just think about this. So even if you believe in the sun is 93 million miles away, it's not because it's stupid. And the moon is close. They are the exact same size for our vantage point. Does that not speak to a creator? Do you think that that's an accident? And if you bring up multiverses, go, go talk about Dr. Strange to somebody else. Because that's so stupid. The idea that there has to be infinity universes to account for this one that we live in. You know how silly that sounds? It is so dumb. Obviously, the Big Bang does not even account. Like I said, 
they prove the Big Bang wrong all the time. It's dumb. It makes no sense. And obviously, it doesn't, it doesn't even prove, it doesn't even actually explain anything. Because we're trying to find out the origin of the universe. As Christians, we believe there's a creator who created all of it. He's outside of all these things. Therefore, he can create it. The Big Bang would have to be inside this thing. So where did it come from? Dumb. Obviously, you're calling immeasurable things stupid, silly? I'm, I'm calling people silly for believing things that can't possibly be proven to be true. Like I said, you put your faith in some guy wearing a lab coat, that makes you silly to me. You know, the fool, the fool says in his heart there's no God because I know why you don't want to believe in a God. You don't want to believe in a God because you're, because you're, you're rotten to the core. Because you don't do any good. Like your mind's on evil things. So you don't want to be held accountable to anything. And that is the truth. That's why I said I'm not even going to argue this stuff because it's, it's silly. It's silly to be able to look up and see all of creation and say, Hum, I bet you that was an accident. I bet that was an accident because I want to be accountable like that animal over there. Lack of accountability. That's what I want. That's you want sin so bad that you you would you'd rather say I came from a rat. It's so dumb. It's it's so sad that that's what you want. Yep. You know what I mean? Like obviously the devil's told a lot of lies, but when he's got people saying I came from slime, and then I evolved to some kind of fish th- fish thing, and then I turned into a rat, and then it was like a monkey, and then um, I don't know. And yet, all those species still kind of exist, and they didn't all, they didn't all involve it to man. Why not? It's silly. It's, it's so silly. The fool says in his heart, there's no God. No sense. And also, <laughs> why are you here? <laughs> you know, like I said, you can do, all you have to do is this, if you don't want to hear a Christian guy talk about these things. But for some reason, you decide to stop because it's like, hey, I've got nothing else to do. I'm in my mom's basement. They're out, we're out of the meatloaf. I'm going to watch this guy talk about Christianity and I'm going to try to make fun of him. But then I'm going to look like I'm going to look silly. and I'm going to slink away. Just come on, guys. Just just go look into it. Like go ask, go ask the tough questions. Stop believing the lies. Yep, mom the meatloaf. Let's talk about something else. <laughs> no, I'm not, I'm not, no, I'm good. Anyways, back to what I was saying before. I was saying that, I was saying that when you, when you start reading your Bible, I think you, like, I have, I got challenged on certain things. And so, like, so that brings me to a beautiful topic. And I know the mockers are going to, they're going to have a field day with this one because they don't believe anything. Actually, they'll believe the next dumb thing the scientists say. We can talk about the satellites here in a few. That might be fun. Um, I was saying that, like, I was reading the Bible and I was talking with my girlfriend, and we were talking about like, you know, some of the some of the more interesting passages in the Bible about like God's throne, angels, all these things. And so I've been looking at yeah, the satellite. We'll talk about the satellites for sure. And I was talking about the. Ezekiel chapter one, and it starts mentioning this lapis 
Lapis Lazuli. I can't. I forgot that. Lapis Lazuli is the is the blue stone that's saying it's like some some translations were saying sapphire, either either sapphire or or blue lapis lazuli, and so there was a there was a hard crystal that the that the uh, the angels were under and God's throne was above it, and so lapis lazuli is also mentioned in uh, Exodus chapter twenty four. My girlfriend pointed that out. I didn't know that. I think it says sapphire in the King James Version. Once again, another blue stone. So you got these clear blue stones, and it even mentions the sky. So just think about it. I mean, I, I think a lot of people probably didn't think take this literal, but in Isaiah 66, when, when God says that, that heaven is God's throne and the earth is his footstool, isn't it kind of interesting to actually think about that the fact that, that God's feet literally could be resting on top of whatever the structure is that separates the waters from the expanse, the waters from the sky. And is it possible that that's why the sky is blue? And I'm going to say that it is because, you know what, I never, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm sorry, the idea that that, water, that light hits this prism of, of like air molecules and then it splays all out, but blue is the only one we notice. That that doesn't make any sense to me. That that makes no sense to me. Let me see. Um, does does that seem more plausible than scientific theory? Yes, it does. Because I believe in a creator, and I don't believe that these things just happen on accident. And obviously, I believe what the Bible says. And you know what? If you don't believe what the Bible says, you're gonna we're gonna one of us is gonna be wrong one day. If you find out you're wrong, you you really bet on the wrong horse. Because once again, they're going to come up with a new idea of what it means, and you're going to look silly for believing what they said yesterday. Which Bible? The one, the one true Bible. What do you mean, which Bible? Oh, you mean which translation? The Bible that God gave us. Yeah. I'm talking about Isaiah. I'm talking about Exodus. I'm talking about Ezekiel. You know? So what I'm saying is these things, if you believe in a creator, and a lot of people do, hey, guess what? If you don't believe in a creator, I, you're in the minority. Good, because it's, it's fairly obvious there's a creator. So I think that's pretty cool because I don't think a lot of people talked about that. Okay, which, okay Sam Dibble, which book, which book got left out that changed the meaning of it? See, this is, this is, okay, so this, let's watch this intellectual lightweight actually try to back up what he just said. Okay, so what books do you think should be in the Bible that got taken out? Okay, because the, the main point is that if you read the Bible for what it says, and this guy probably hasn't read it because he sounds like he hasn't, Jesus talks about, there's like, there's references to the Old Testament in the New Testament. Jesus is confirmation of the Bible. So obviously Jesus explains the Old Testament in the New Testament. So which parts do you think got removed that should have been in there? Okay? So anybody so like a guy like me who's read it and read it over again and read it over again and actually done apologetics work, I know what it says and I know why it says it. And I've read other books that are not in the Bible and you know what? I don't say they should be in there. Hello. Because 
once again, you can learn things from books that are not in the Bible. Guess what? You can you can still read them. <laughs> but there's no there's no verses there's no books like that or that are changing the meaning, unless that's why they're not in the Bible because they're not correct. You know, the the books that are in there are confirm all the things that are. So the books that are that were left out that contradicted that are the apocrypha pseudepigrapha. There's a reason they're not in there. The book of Mary, do you think Mary got to write a book? The book of Enoch is in some some books of the Bible. Some versions of the Bible have it. So what? The book of Judas, do you think Judas got to write a book? Judas the betrayer, do you see what John wrote about him? Judas is in hell right now. Do you think, come on, bro. Like, I mean, there you go. The book of, so he's talking about Gnosticism. Of course, this guy brings up some Gnostic books. They were written hundreds of years after the other Gospels were. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? <laughs> of course. Look how silly this guy looks now. He thinks the book of Judas should be in there. <laughs> like, are you a Gnostic? Guess what? You can go out from us because you were never, from, you were never with us. <laughs> Look at this guy. Gnostics elevate Satan as the true as as the, as the true hero of the Bible. So you see this guy is a Satanist claiming he's know something. Hey bro, go. You can leave. Like I said, you you're not you're you're agnostic. You just quote you just said that the Satanists were the true Christians. Like I said, you are agnostic but you're not, you're you don't know anything. I mean, obviously you don't believe in a God because you don't know anything. Because you don't want to know anything. I mean, really. I mean, good grief. <sighs> JT Greenlight. What do you... The green light, should I make this one green? <laughs> Am I getting too fired up over here? Yeah, that was probably good. That was probably good. My blood pressure was getting up. My, my dog threw up on me tonight. So I'm a little bit irritated already. <laughs> we talked about it a while back. The, the, uh, the green light. Um, we talk, I, don't, I don't know. We're talking about now. <laughs> um, no, so, what, so, I had that, so I had that topic. Okay, so I, I guess I'll just talk. Let's just talk about the Sataloons. Since we're kind of on the... We're talking about the firmament. We're talking about the, um, you know, is it is it a crystal blue lapis lazuli dome? I mean, okay, so let's let just, let just go right into this a little bit. Let's talk about the firmament just for one second. All right. I was once a guy who said, who fought against the flat earthers left and right. Okay. So I'll say that. And once again, I'm not saying I'm a flat earther. I'm not saying that. But what I am saying is the Bible makes it pretty clear that it's not a spinning ball. <laughs> What's up, Matt? It's like, I don't think, I don't think you can really argue that. It's, it, the, the Bible makes a lot of references to it not being a spinning ball, okay? So whether it's a, it's, it's flat or, but it, it's not a ball, not based on what the Bible says. Because what the Bible says is, and I think this is the hardest part. I mean, if, if you just read it for what it says, if you go right, I mean, yeah, the Bible... The Bible says the earth doesn't move. It says the sun moves. It says the stars move. The Bible doesn't move. 
I mean, the, the, the earth doesn't move from what, what the Bible says. That's what it says. So you can choose to believe that or you cannot. Yeah, like I said, I think that you can say like the, the shape is debatable. Now, what, now what, makes, what doesn't make a lot of sense is, is like the actual, phys- the actual physics of, of, what the, of the ball earth. The ball earth, the, the spinning ball earth, the physics actually don't make a lot of sense. And so what's, what's sort of interesting is I heard this, somebody put it this way, and I kind of liked it, was like basically saying, like, if you need, like, like faith like a child. Just think about that. So if you don't have like the faith like a child, you won't, you will not enter the kingdom. No, it's, it's not a salvation issue, but I do think that it's like, it's hard not to wrestle with the idea of like, so how literal do you take the Bible at this point? I mean, versus what else? I mean, it's kind of like, I feel like that sometimes, I think some people don't want to talk about this stuff. And obviously I know that, put it this way, I didn't really want to go here at the beginning of this because like, I know that a lot of people are going to say, JT's lost his mind. <laughs> JT has lost it. He already believed a lot of far out there stuff. I know that this does not give me credibility to a lot of people. But you know, one day I started to realize, like the guy Sam Dibble that came in here, I'm not trying to get that. I'm not trying to get that guy's. I'm not trying to get credibility from him. I don't care what he thinks. You know, if it's true, it's true. You know, and it's like, like one day we're going to account for what we believed and why we believed it. So sometimes it's like, imagine you could, you could believe the wrong thing, but if you believed it out of the, out of the heart for like, I feel like that's what God said. I feel like God honors that heart. Now, if you don't want to believe it because somebody might make fun of you, or you might, or you're trying to protect God from, oh, well, guess what? My testimony might not be as good if, if, this, if this guy who doesn't, who's a mocker makes fun of me for believing this. I don't care. Like, like that's not up to me. What's true is true. So it's kind of like, if I'm, if I'm intellectually honest, and that's what I need to be, to, I think, to be a good steward, then if, if somebody challenges me on these things and I have to look into them, then I've looked into them. And like I said, I, honestly, <laughs> I remember some of, the, some of the beginning stuff of this, some of this stuff made me sick because I'm like looking it up and I'm like, the Sataloons. Let's talk about the Sataloons for a minute. The pictures of the satellites are fake. I, find me one that's not fake. Find me a single picture of the space station, a satellite that's floating in black space with nothing attached to it, it's not completely fake. They are all fake. And guess what? If there's one fake one, then they're all fake. Because why would they ever use why would they use, ever use pictures of fake ones if there's real ones? They wouldn't. They're they're fake. <laughs> you know, like I said, just think about it like this. Okay, so let's talk about gravity for just one second. Okay. What they say about gravity is is that it's the force that obviously when I drop something, you see that when I drop this, it fell down. That's what they say gravity is, right? Okay. So if you go up high enough, gravity no longer affects you, right? Okay. Does that make Okay. Does this make sense to you? Because if you leave the atmosphere, right? If you leave the atmosphere, well, guess what? Why isn't gravity still affecting you? Because Gravity is the thing that it's supposed to, to lock all the planets 
into their orbits. So based on the weight and the mass of these things, that's what gra- gravity wants to pull you toward the bigger thing. So if you went up 250 miles high, which is supposedly how high the space station is, okay? Why would you float? <laughs> like, like, why wouldn't you still want to come down to the Earth, right? Like, you can go up so high that all of a sudden you just start to, you don't fall down anymore? Like, that doesn't make any sense, does it? I mean, it, really think about that. So gravity is the thing that's holding the moon in its position. It's holding the, the Earth in its position. All the, all the other things in its position. So you can't go up high enough off the Earth and then just float because wouldn't it want to still pull you down? Because gravity, there's no such thing as zero gravity. Not in, not in the science world because this, because the gravity is supposedly what's keeping all the things in the order, right? So therefore, to the sataloons. So when you actually look at what a sataloon is, it is just, it's a satellite with a balloon on the top of it. Now, if you look at if you look at those things, they are first of all they have ones that do they have telescopes on them. Okay, so they have telescopes. They got ones that are with like radio and like satellite transmission, like basically like a I don't know, like TV, like your direct TV, radio waves. They got one that do like a weather, you know, like weather balloons. Or whether satellites, they're the same thing. I mean, when, when you start watching them launch the satellites, the balloons, they're the same thing. <laughs> they're, they're, they're the, and it actually makes perfect sense because you can literally float one of these balloons. They say, I, I saw two different things. I saw one that you can said you can float them uh, 50 miles high and I've heard one that was 30 miles high. And even if you think about it, here, here you got the, you have the um, like the Starlink, the Elon Musk idea of these satellites. They're promoting this idea of low level satellites. Okay, what's low level? They float. They they use helium. NASA NASA is the highest consumer of helium in the whole world. Anybody want to explain that? Unless they use it to float things up in the air. They used to, they float it to outer space, right? It's, it's sort of crazy when you think, when you've actually, when you start to look into it, look into balloon launches. <laughs> I'm telling you, they are satellites. I, like I said, on my video, I had a picture of, I think it was the Samsung had a satellite and it fell down into some lady's yard in uh, Wisconsin. And it was so hilarious the way she talked, when she said it. It's still, it's still blinking. It's still blinking. And it's like, I, I was dying wrong. It was, it was so funny. They said it was Samsung's first selfie in space uh, satellite. What? Are you serious? Like, the point is, is like, what, what's limiting these things from, why, first of all, why wouldn't you use balloons? Because they, they actually seem a lot more efficient. They're way cheaper. I think once again, the scam is likely that an actual, supposedly the actual satellite launches, when they use rocket ships, they cost like a hundred million dollars to launch these things. But they, but when they, when they float a balloon up, it's like a hundred thousand dollars. 
All space picks are fake. Correct. They are. And if you really think about it, I, I've, I've, I've made this point before. If you really think about it, what, what people think of outer space is, is being able to see stars. Isn't it interesting when you actually see pictures from outer space a lot of times? You can't see any stars in the background? Because why? <laughs> like, when they're on, like when they were on the moon, there's no, there's no stars. It's just, it just completely black. Isn't that interesting? But I think it's interesting when you actually see like a satellite in space, right? They'll show you one in space and they probably crop out the top where the balloon is. And it's like, if it was floating at night and you could see it, it would look like it was in our space. But because, you know, like if you're flying in an airplane and you took a picture of it, if it was at night, it would look like it was in space. The point is like, there's not a, I don't think there's a place where you can end, weightlessly float because that's not how it works here. You know, isn't it funny how when people ask, like when a lot of people who are questioning the, the normal consensus about what the, what the earth is or what space is, what it's not, they're saying, oh, don't you know about gravity? Yeah, we do. <laughs> that's why we're asking these questions because we actually know about gravity, not the kind that you can't test in, in anywhere, the kind that we see every day. Hey, that doesn't make sense. Why doesn't it just fall down? Right? Like, isn't that, isn't that the funny thing? So we're the uneducated ones. Like I said, I got a college degree. Not that that means a lot. But it's funny. So I'm the dumb one. I went to, I, I passed science class. Multiple, lots of science classes. But they say, I'm, un, I'm, an, I'm uneducated. I don't know what gra- gravity does. Even though, like I said, this is what they say it does. Okay, I, I, I've seen that. What I don't think I agree with uh, gravity is about is, is Isaac Newton. Isaac Newton sitting under a tree, the tree of knowledge most likely, you know, talking to the serpent. He gets the idea that not only does gravity, you know, plunk him on the head with the, with the forbidden fruit, but also the earth obviously goes around the sun. And then all the planets are, in, are, are locked in this certain orbit because of the gravity. That's actually not what we, that's actually not how we observe gravity. And once again, if they can test all these things, I'd like to see it. I'd like to see them do that, where they can put a thing together where everything just floats because of gravity. Because I don't, I don't think that works. Well, gra- see, that's the, well, that's the thing. The way they describe gravity, it sounds more like magnetism. But that's not what they're saying. That's not what they say it is. They say gravity. Just, th- just, think about, just think about a force that would hold all the water. You know, just think about that. That would hold all the water, all the oceans, they'd be locked into place, right? All the water would be locked into place as this thing spun. Think about how much, how much, how much weight and strength it would take to lock the water from moving. The water finds its level, right? Water finds level. Okay, so now imagine we're in the same place that we have this invisible force that's pushing on this water to keep it where it's at, and it does not affect us. Think about that. Think about how butterflies can fly across the sky. How come gravity is not smashing that butterfly against that water? See, that's why I'm saying we know what gravity, that's what we, we know what, gra- what gravity does. That's why we're asking these questions. So, so the question is, 
if I think I'm, I'm probably like a lot of people, once you start looking into the pictures, once you find out all the pictures are fake, the pictures are fake. Hey, host, go back to high school. Bro, look at your, I can look at your profile pic and that tiny little pic, and I can tell you probably didn't graduate high school. I, I'm, I could see GED. That's what, you, that's what your username should be. I, I graduated college, bro. What I'm saying is I, I, I survived that place, and now I'm looking into things. These are things that I didn't ask questions about until recently. But when you start looking these things up, when you start looking, when you start trying to find like pictures of space that are real, thank you. When you start seeing pictures, why are the pictures fake? And and I, I and I had people try to say this all the time that these infrared cameras are different, so they have to use Photoshop to make them look correctly. Explain to me why you can't take an iPhone into space and take regular pictures. Do reg- do regular pictures not work in space? Why not? All the other equipment does, right? It, it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make sense. The pictures are fake. They're, they're all fake. So, I mean, I'm saying like, that's typically that is the reason why people believe, right? The people believe because of the pictures. And when you find out the pictures are not real, you're, you really are left with just believe me, I'm a scientist. And then you see, and then of course you combine that with the NASA phoniness of them like doing the International Space Station thing. I think I watched a couple of videos and I started to I, th- I started to get the idea that the people on the space station, obviously I don't believe it's they're actually in a space station. They look very silly. Most of them don't look really in good like in good shape, like you'd expect somebody who had to go on like some dangerous mission. They look like they're real well fed, which seems like would it be real easy to eat in that place? Then they have to eat that that uh, that fake ice cream crap. Well, anyways, it looks like they're it looks like they're all upside down. It looks like I think what they're doing is they're upside down and they're on harnesses, right? And then I think that's why like their necklaces will like be hanging up. And then you can see you start to look at it. Their their faces look like they're starting to turn red, and you kind of see their cheeks pushed up a little bit like this. Well, look at the pictures. Watch their cheeks all look kind of like this, because because guess what? Because gravity is pulling their face like this because they're upside down. <laughs> and then you realize that there's a lifetime, I mean, there's a life-size space station that they test in that is literally underwater. And then, and then you find out an astronaut almost drowned in his helmet. Did you guys hear about that? And then, then you have the reporter say, isn't that weird? Where did the water come from? Indeed. Indeed. Where did the water come from? Where, where did the bubbles come from when you look real closely and you see a bubble flicker up around the International Space Station? Yeah. Where are the bubbles coming from? If you really think, and, and I'm telling you, once you become, you know, a, a TikToker, like a, a, like a TikTok guy like me who makes videos, you know what you do? Like, you know what I do almost every time now? I, when, they, when, you, when you see one of those fake space pictures, I, I go in there, I, I, I open it up, and I, I save it typically, and I scan, you know, I really pull tight on it, and you can, you can almost always see a funny outline. Almost always. They're, they're not even good at Photoshop. 
They're not. So once again, so what do I have to believe that this stuff is real? And then think about it like this. As a guy now who finally learned that God is telling me everything that everything I know is from God. Everything, every good thing I have is from God. God is the only one that has never lied to me. I'm reading my Bible, and now I'm watching. I'm, I'm watching these scientists say my Bible's not true, and that's what they say. Like you, like you cannot have it both ways. You can't believe these people and believe your Bible because they don't because they don't work together. So you have to choose which one you believe. Now, obviously, what you can do is try to ignore the, the scriptures that contradict what's, what's, what the scientists say. But when you're forced to actually look at them, choose, choose carefully what you want to believe. And I'm telling you that everything that they tried to tell you is a reason for there not being a God. Okay, let me, let me block this guy. Okay, let me see this guy. You are blocked. Yeah. Yeah, that's the way you're going to get blocked to say, hail, hail Satan or hail Satan. Isn't that funny? Most of the time they can't spell Satan correctly. But yeah, so that's, that's basically where I come to on that situation of I believe what the Bible says. I don't, put it this way, I don't care what anyone says at this point. Like, I don't care what anyone says. Uh-oh, this guy wants to get blocked too? Is he, is he wants to see if I'm serious? Yeah. Yeah, I'm serious. You say that, you're going to get, you're going to get blocked. Yeah. That's what he, that's, that's what you want. That's what you'll get. Like I said, if you care, like I said, I, if you don't, like, I'm not going to be made fun of me. Like, if you want to make fun of me, actually, you know what? I just, I thought about this a while ago. If you make fun of me for believing something God said, Praise God, I'm storing up treasures in heaven because of you, because I get to suffer for Jesus. You can talk bad about me because I believe something God said. And you know what? I'll believe it even more because I know it's true. So I think that that, ultimately that's where I want to be is the fact that, remember, the road is narrow. The gate is narrow. So when, when you're on the side of everyone else, when you're on the side of the science, when you're on that easy beliefism where, guess what? What Christians are allowed to believe in is Jesus died and rose again. And it, but they don't really believe he's coming back. They don't believe in demons. They don't believe in the devil. They don't believe in a lot of stuff. They don't believe that the, the angels and, and, the, and the, uh, the women sinned and they got Nephilim. They don't believe those kind of things. They don't believe in giants. They believe the God in the Old Testament was mean. They believe the God of the New Testament's nicer. They don't believe it. So when you start to read it, you realize not many people do believe it. And like I said, when you when you quote this stuff to Christians, they make they're the ones they're the first ones to make fun of you. Right? That like I don't like I said, I I'm not trying to please them. I'm not I'm not trying to please men to say these things. And like I said, like I started this saying this before, I know because guess what? I'm not stupid. I'm not stupid, so I know that believing this is not going to be beneficial in, circum circum in certain circumstances. I know certain people are going to reject me because I believe something now. I don't care. 
I, it's not up to me to make them care. It's not, it's not up to me to make them believe the other true things if they don't want to believe this thing I believe. Because you know what, like I said, I go back, I've gone, I keep going back to this scripture is when Jesus said to disciples, like, don't pay no mind to them. What the father hasn't planted is going to be uprooted anyways. So if you don't believe, like if you don't believe, if the father hasn't planted what planted you, if he hasn't planted that seed in good, good soil, you're going to be uprooted anyways. Try to remember what, who, what kind of soil you've got. Because that's what I'm saying. When, when things get real tough, I mean, just think about it. like I think right now we're in a place where it's easy to believe some of these things. Because we're not really being tested yet. One day we're going to be really be tested. I mean, like gun to, gun to the head, tested. Like, what do you believe? Deny Jesus. Do you believe that? You're not going to be able to eat tomorrow. Can you, can you believe then? Because you're really, because you're really going to have to believe. Like I said, it's not going to be easy then. So to me, this is increasing my faith to get these things out in the open right now. Guess what? We're a peculiar people. We're going to be made fun of. Obviously, the, uh, to those perishing, the cross, is, the cross is foolishness. But those being saved by it, it's the power of God. So guess what? Like I said, I, I know you guys are going to think it's, it's silly. I don't care. It's not up to me to make you guys care. But yes, um, okay, we talked about the Satsaloons. I exposed once again the Disney agenda. You know, it's, it's been a while since I even got on TikTok, I think. I'm trying to think, like, I probably had, like, three or four videos since then. I did, I said, once again, I know, I know I'm kind of like, you know, I've, I've, I've played some old hits. I've played some classics recently, okay? You know, I went back, I went back to the Bible ones. Let me ask you guys a question. Do you like the Bible skit ones? Did, did you like the one, do you like the ones where I open the Bible up and I make a silly face or even I talk on the, I pretend like I'm talking to somebody on the phone? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, I don't even know what the, I don't even know what the strong delusion is going to be. I feel like my acting is getting a little better. I feel like maybe taking another crack at one of those videos. You like them? <laughs> I have such an adoring audience. I know that, like I said, they, yeah, I, it, it's, it is funny, like I said, because I did a, um, on my, on Instagram, I've done like this little series where I was going behind the reels and I was talking about some of my old videos. And I said, I, I do like talking about that, like that, and this is true, because this, this, this is a true story. This is not fake news. When I made my first real TikTok, I didn't really watch a lot of TikTok first, so I didn't really know how to make one. So I literally just filmed stuff in my office, and that's how the skit came about. And, it's, and it really is almost like, did do I want to say that was Holy Spirit inspired? <laughs> I mean, I don't want to be like, you know, like a mocker to say that, but it's like, it is kind of funny that I came up with that, and it was like, it did work, you know? So like, film my Bible, then I was going to film my computer, but I was like, I need to do something in the middle. So I've got this tiny little refrigerator in my office. I went, go get a drink, pop that thing open, like looked around, panned around. And I had that little beast uh, statue in the, in the back of my monitor. And I made a face. Oh, I actually just do my eyes on it. And 
that was there was no talking in that one. And then yeah, of course then I released the Mark of the Beast one that's like I said, it's probably how most people found me. And that was the one where I was drinking um no longer bang energy drinks. It was the uh the strawberry Nestle quick uh milk. The the protein one. And both both drinks I got a lot of grief on. I can't believe you drink that. <laughs> now I drink Celsius. Um I don't drink the protein drinks as much. But um those those tasted pretty good. They were probably awful for me. You guys were right about that. But yes, I think that I think that I'm gonna have to make another video. I gotta have a good I have to good Yeah, a lot of people say that. John misses the Bible study. I you know I was thinking about that. You know, when I was doing the Bible study, I was coming on much more and I remember felt like I talked about so many evil things that I felt like I needed I needed that balance. But you know what? John, you like the Bible study. I'm going to You know, I think I wonder if a little bit it was that I was doing I was reading in the New Testament then and I was reading in the book of John and I had like so many things I wanted to say about it. But you know what? You're right. I need to bring it back. I need to bring it back and I need to probably just do them in just different um I might I probably need to just do one where I'm gonna just do it. I'll probably announce it and I'll say I'm gonna do a Bible study at like nine o'clock on whatever and just come in and just start and just start going into it. Cause you know, like obviously I was doing it sometimes in a late night one. And I guess sometimes it was like you're doing it and I was feeling really good about doing it. <clears throat> but I never really wanted to feel rushed to do it either. So like, you know, I I do. I feel like I I want to be uh, the right amount of serious to do these things, but no, I did. I did enjoy doing the Bible study, and I and I feel like it, I got a lot out of it too. So I will. I will have to do that. John, you got it. You got it. I, let's see if I can get one. So today is Tuesday. I'm gonna try to do one this week. I'll try to. I'll try to come up with one this week. Okay. So how can I'm I'm omnipotent god create flawed creation shouldn't he know how to make perfect human beings well he know he knows how to make perfect human beings but like he wanted us you know if if he didn't make imperfect human beings none of us would be here you know i think the i think the cool thing is god wants real love and that's why like god want god made us God wanted us to be able to choose. So like how could you, how could you make things with free will and then make not and then wouldn't they be just be like robots? You know, you you have to give people the option to choose the the wrong thing. Right? Okay, so here here's a very simple like okay, so if okay, I'm going to take it that you're being sincere. I'll assume that. Okay, so when you're saying like like things like Down syndrome, autism, genetic mutations. Okay, let's just let's just let's just stick with like the the Down syndrome thing for one instance. Now, I don't know what their mental faculties are. But I do know that that when David's uh newborn died, David did not weep for that baby anymore because that baby was in heaven, okay? So he knew that he would see that baby again. He no he he stopped mourning. So imagine that I believe that the God is obviously if somebody's not 
doesn't have the mental faculties to be able to choose correctly. Or maybe they do. Like, I think that God, obviously, he's not going to hold that against them. So I know God will have that. So that person who's born with that a certain defect, what if God created that person? That person is going to heaven. That person's got a has got the golden ticket to heaven right away. Okay, so now if you understand like the God sees the whole picture, the God can that person's going to heaven. And so it's up to us to be able to obviously love that person because they're not perfect like we are. Right? Even though we're not perfect. So I think the whole point is like that like you have you always have to remember that that God sees a much bigger picture than we do. So you like people who think like they look at some bad thing that happened in this material place and they think that God could not be good because this bad thing happened. Do you believe in the next thing? Because the next thing is forever. This thing is small time. This thing is like I said, think grain of sand. Eternity is the beach. Okay? Eternity is all the all the sand on the earth. And you're talking about this one grain of sand. So God knows what's next. And so obviously he's trying to lead people to the next thing forever with him. So the little thing here is really not that big a deal. Not to God it's not. Like, like but, if you, but if you believe that this, there's all, this is all there is, well, then I can see how you'd be limited in your understanding of that. So what do you mean? The, the Bible, the, there's only one correct interpretation. Do you mean translations? The point is, like, we've talked about this many times, that the, what's true is the true gospel is very simple. It's actually a simple message. And God, I said, actually, I just read it. I read this very cool book about the mystery of the Maseroth. And God literally takes the, the constellations, the Zodiac, believe it or not, God has, has, has put his story in the Zodiac of the whole thing. So you can believe, you can, like, so when you really understand that Jesus came to reconcile everything to him, die for you, and then you're supposed to show your love, you know, you're supposed to accept his gift of grace, and you're supposed to show your love for God by loving each other. That's the gospel. So what part, like, what part do you think got confused about that? The, the dying to yourself, the thing that like denying yourself and then and choosing other, others above yourself, that is the gospel. Accepting Jesus, ex- accepting the gift he gave for you, and then going out and giving a gift of yourself unto others. That's a pretty simple lesson, right? So like, so that to me is, I'm not, I'm not, I have full confidence in what it says. Because obviously that actually, once you get the Holy Spirit, you understand that that actually makes the most sense. It's not super complicated. Yes, and obviously, and I think, G, and obviously Jesus coming, God coming in, for, in man form is to confirm these things. So we have people who say, I don't believe it. Can we blame Jesus for all the world's atrocities? If so, what do you, what do you mean? Like, which, which atrocity? Like, all the world's atrocities? No, I think we can blame men's sin natures for atrocities. We can blame the, the devil for the, some of the atrocities. Like I said, you're talking about, like, 
do you want did you want god to create robots do, do you think that like imagine god forced you to love him imagine god forced you to do all the things you you do, you want to do you don't want to do would that be loving would it like i said what if you reject him you want god to still take you to heaven and be with him forever i think that's the one that i heard this and it was a great apologetics uh answer was just think about this if you don't want to be with God right now, if you don't love God right now, why would you ever want to be with him forever? So you're going to choose rebellion against him. And so if you do that, you get what you want. You get exactly what you want. You can be apart from him forever. You'll choose the place where he's not. How is that? Like, so you have that option. But that's the worst option. That's, that's an awful option. Because God is good. But I'm saying you like if you don't want to be with him now, why would you want to be with him forever? So you can choose whatever you want. So to me, that is a good that's a good loving God because he showed his love for us by sending his son to die for us. Even for oh, look at these things. Even the people who reject him, even today, and we can shoot, we can we can accept that gift he gave to us, and all we have to do is love each other and that's how we show our love for him and all we have to do is tell god tell people about what god did for us and what's true what what about the crusades are you like i said are you actually interested in the answer or are you just trying to move the goalpost because what does what did the crusades have to do with jesus oh because somebody said they were christians when they did it the, the, when did when did jesus say Go take the Holy Lands back. Do you, do you know the story of Jesus? Do you know it? Because you know why they crucified him? Because they wanted Jesus to take the Holy Land. Because because Jerusalem was under the control of the Romans. But guess what? Jesus didn't want to be their king right then. J Jesus was going to be the, the sacrificial lamb. So Jesus laid down his life when he hadn't committed a sin, when he did no crime... And that's why they crucified him. So no, Jesus did not endorse the Crusades. Because one day Jesus is going to come back and take the Holy Land back himself. That's why he's not asking us to do that. Right? So like just blaming everything that came from the Western world as something Christians did in the name of Christ. Well, guess what? A lot of people can use all kinds of reasoning for doing bad things. What does it have to do with Jesus? Jesus didn't ask us to do that. So no, I don't accept that. And I have no problem calling out other Christians or other Christians for doing things that are not Christian. I do it all the time. So you got anything else? Like I said, that, once again, that's man doing what he wants to do. That's actually not anything God asks us to do. What, what about... Okay, so what about people saying that people lie well i think you can say that if you say god told me to do something that's why we believe our that's why we go to god's word the daily bread so when you say like god told me to do this and this and this is and this goes for everybody in the chat tonight if they said the holy spirit told me to do this you should be able to get confirmation in god's word so if if, you, if somebody told you, 
go kill somebody, I would say, quote that verse that, uh, that backs that up. So no, you don't just get to go do whatever you want and say that God told me to do so. That's not the way it works. Well, you, the difference between faith and blind faith are two different things. See, you know what faith is? Is faith is things not seen. Faith is believing in God's promises. It's not blind faith. You know what faith would be? It'd be like, hey, bro, I'll, 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 I'll give you 50 bucks. You know, I'll give you 50 bucks if you stop talking, if you stop talking for five minutes, and then you believe that I'm going to give you 50 bucks and you stop talking. You, be, you had to believe me. It's not blind faith. Now, if, if I never said I was going to give you 50 bucks, like and you just stopped talking, you said, I believed it. Why? Now, that's blind faith. That's, no, that's silly. That's not what we're talking about. No, no, I, well, actually, um, I'm not talking about religion. I'm talking about belief. And I think it's I think it's I think it's similar because you guys believe stuff that men said. You guys put your faith in uh, guys who got white lab coats on, who claim to be scientists. Isn't it funny that a lot of you guys say like that? Like what a lot of people will say is that you believe in a book written by men. <laughs> well, what what do you guys believe in? Books books written by who? Or you don't believe in books? So everybody believes in certain books, don't they? Be careful which book you believe in. You're going to have to put your faith in somewhere because at some point you're not going to know the answer unless somebody tells it to you. So I choose to believe God, you choose to believe men. But like I said, but I can already tell you're like, I, you keep trying to shift the goalposts. Your questions were not all that difficult. But you asked very simple questions and I gave you very, very simple answers. And now you're just saying, now you want to talk about science and NASA? No, I don't care. I don't care about NASA lies all the time. Like I said, do, do we have to go look at all the videos of the, this? We have to talk about the bubbles in the, the International Space Station, all the, all the tomfoolery, you know, the, the fake pictures. Like that's, that's, how, that's why I don't put my faith in people because I know they've lied to me. God has not lied to me. That's the point. It's like, so I've... The more I've looked into the Bible, I found it to be true. The more I looked into NASA, I found out more of the more of the lies and the trickery. So once somebody lies to me one time, you know what? Like we we started off talking about George W. Bush. Shame on me! Or right, fool me once, shame on me. Fool me twice, I won't be fooled again. <laughs> right? They've lied. They've lied. <laughs> Those are bubbles that are ice crystals. Are you serious? Oh my gosh. They're just they're just ice crystals floating around up there. What about what about the astronaut that almost drowned in uh in his helmet? Remember remember the astronaut that drowned? <laughs> yeah. I hope you know how density Yeah, I think something's pretty dense here. <laughs> something's real dense. Keep going. <laughs> yeah, something is something is super dense. They ask all these questions, they keep getting answers, and like none of it quite it quite gets in there. Like it's like it doesn't nothing's quite entering into the sphere. You know what's a dome? You know what's a dome is 
is this thing around this blocking your head from getting any information into it. <laughs> Isn't it really hot up there? <laughs> like it's it's either really hot or really or really cold, right? Depending on what part they're in. Like so, where the International Space Station is, it's. It's, I think it's really, it's, it's, isn't that in the thermosphere? Isn't it really hot there? Right. I answered all your questions. Like I said, you, you ask questions, I answer them easily. But what else, like, why do you care what I believe? Why do you care? Like I said, I, I can already show you. Go, go watch my Sataloons video and go watch how a real satellite's launched. It's like it's not launched by rocket ships. It's launched it's launched by guys on a truck and they say woohoo afterwards. <laughs> it's the it's the funniest thing in the world. Find me one find me one picture of a real satellite and I and I want to see above it because I know that's where the balloons at. Show me a picture of an of a satellite in outer space because I can show you gosh, I could I could show you at least a thousand of them before the end of the night. It shouldn't be that easy. So the, flux, the the thermosphere is either super hot or super cold. So, yeah, okay, whatever. Whatever. I've never seen a launch before. Bro, I, I watched the Challenger blow up uh, when I was in second grade. I watched that. They wheeled that, they wheeled that thing into the classroom, and I watched the Challenger blow up. And, you know, guess what? Those people are still alive. <laughs> Did you guys know that? How do how do all the balloons stay in line? Well, they're how do you know what Elon Musk is is, is letting go? I think he wants to do forty two thousand balloons. Imagine they take up a lot. Imagine whatever the coverage is, it takes up a lot. You know the one thing about the balloons is they keep letting them off. Am I a conspiracy theorist? Well, I believe I believe in certain conspiracies. Yeah, yeah. The uh, the guy who was the guy Dick. Um, gosh, what was the one guy? The guy who was the captain is definitely alive. That guy has a what is he, like he he has a company called Cows and Trees. The guy who was the captain of the Challenger. You know, some of them are kind of debatable. That guy's alive. And guess what? If there's only if there's one guy alive from the Challenger explosion, then that means the whole thing's fake because it busts the whole paradigm. If one guy, if one person is still alive from the Challenger, then the whole thing was fake. Full stop. The guy was his name, what's his name? Dick, um, whatever. I forget his name. It's, it's, that guy's alive. That's the same guy. 100%. That's the same guy. Yeah. All right. You can call me a liar more than one time. You're blocked. Yeah. I should have done that a long time ago. Yeah, two of the guys had twins. I saw the one guy who was like the, the Asian guy. He had like a brother supposedly. And they showed a family picture of them. There was no brother in the picture. But I'm telling you, I think that the, the best example was the guy who was the captain. That guy, that was the same guy. That was, that was absolutely the same. Yeah, two... Two guys on the things had twins. <laughs> yes. Yes. You have the green light to, to block? Yes, you do. Uh, gosh. I feel like we're arguing again.
Um, but yeah, so I'm trying to think if there was anything else I had. I think that was, that was pretty much it. I would just say this. Oh, I, once again, I was saying, I brought this up casually and I'm, I might have to go more in depth into this. I was looking into the, the, if you guys have not got this book yet, Mystery of the Maseroth. And this is all about the Zodiac. So this, to me, this is so cool. And I think, I think that a lot of us have who started to look into the cosmos stuff. So God created the sun, the moon, and the stars for signs, for seasons, for days, and for nights. So God said in Genesis that he created the stars for signs. These signs literally are about showing the story of God's creation, the story of God's providing a the seed, providing the law, providing, you know, all, all the things, providing the lamb, and eventually providing, you know, the, uh, the king, the lion. It, it was so cool. It's called The Mystery of the Maseroth. And it's, and it's all about, like, basically the, the, the original Zodiac. And like I said, if you look at it, once you start to see the stuff in the Zodiac, like the, the language used in the Bible, like the branch, it talks about lambs, talks about bulls, it talks about lions. A lot of this prophetic stuff comes from the signs in the heavens. The prophets spoke like that because they understood it. And I think that, again... It doesn't mean go read your astrology sign. It does not mean that. But it, but it does mean that if God did put these things in the heavens, he, he put them in there for a reason. And so the, the devil would corrupt some of this stuff. But yes, I, I, it makes sense to me. It makes perfect sense to me. And I said, I bought a telescope. I want to start looking into some of this stuff because I think that it's really cool because I think that, I think you can get an idea. We all know that the the Magi, they followed a star to get to the newborn king. We know in Revelation 12, it talks about the, uh, the signs in the heavens. It talks about Virgo. It talks about the Hydra. It talks about, I think it was in maybe even Draco. It talks about these certain constellations that create this story. That's what it means. The dragon that's in the heavens is the Hydra. It's it's a version of Satan. That's what it means. Yeah. The heavens declare the glory of, of the Lord. Yes, go read Psalm 19 and read it with that knowledge that David is talking about that the stars speak forth a story without saying a word. He's saying, he's he, like you could imagine, especially David being a shepherd, sleeping at night with the sheep, looking up at the stars. He knows this thing speaking about God's story. Abraham was told by God that God was going to make his, his descendants as numerous as the stars in the heavens. Abraham knew about the stars. I think it's cool. Like I said, I think it's really cool because I do, I do believe that, that God created all these things. They're not all bad. You know, we're not, we're not looking to the stars over what God said. But what we're trying to do is find confirmation in the things that God said in the stars. Or we're trying to think about maybe timelines of prophecies that are going to come true based on the stars. We're not trying to reinvent the wheel here. We're trying to let God speak to us. And 
And we know that God can speak to us in all the ways he wants us to. But, but once again, I, I believe that like, like everything else, this is a heart issue. You know, I do, I do not, I do not recommend people go look to the stars before they know the Bible well. You know, I feel like I know my Bible pretty well at this point. And I'm looking, I'm looking more for what it understands. And, I, and honestly, I'm trying to understand what the enemy thinks about it because I know that they believe in the timelines. So I do believe that there's a lot to be gleaned from it. I think there's so much to it that, that yes, God created, like I said, literally look at it. It says in Genesis, and I want to say it's like Genesis 1.14. It said that God created the stars for signs. They created them for signs. There was a great sign in the heavens, Revelation 12. And that's how we get to like what Jesus' birthday really is. I think it's cool. I think that if you are if you if you are into Bible study, you know, it's it's one more thing to look for. And I think there's a lot there. So I'm excited for it. If you guys read that book, let me know. Uh uh, demonic Disney. We didn't get to talk about Demonic Disney. We'll have to talk about that another time. But um but yeah, guys, get that book. I recommend it. I think that it's it's good. There's it's it's full of it's full of um scriptural backup. So don't worry about that. It's good. Possibly. But anyways, I'm going to log off, guys. I appreciate it. This was a feisty live. This was um we had a lot of mockers in the chat, which um hey. Tis the season. <laughs> but yeah, guys, um I love you and and John Campbell you challenged me, man. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to bring the Bible studies back. I'm gonna have to do at least. I'm gonna try to do one this week. Uh, I'm gonna try, but um, but yeah, guys, I love you. Thank you, Steph, for for helping me out. You got the green light to block people whenever. Um, but yeah, I appreciate you guys. Um, check out my new videos. Share them. Um, because obviously I'm shadow banned like crazy on TikTok. But I love you guys, and I will see you guys soon.